بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف Alhamdulillah, we are given Tawfiq to have another opportunity to reflect on the whispered prayers of Imam Zainul Abidin alayhi salam. And as you know, we have been talking about the whispered prayers of Muridin, those who have determination and a strong will to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in this munajat we talked about the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real guide for our journey and if he becomes our guide the path becomes very clear and easy to follow it will become very wide and if we lose him if we don't have him as our guide it becomes very difficult very unclear very narrow and then we talked about asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put us on the best the shortest, the easiest, the fastest routes and ways towards Himself. And we talked Allah to put us among the people who constantly knock His door and worship Him during the day and night. And those that are made successful and their heart is full of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their tears is quenched and finally we ask Allah to be among the people who have greatest portion of being with him or having him and highest stations and greatest amount of love and knowledge of him and the very last sentence that we studied was this one the slide is also showing that فَقَدْ انْقَطَعَتْ إِلَيْكَ هِمَّتِي My aspiration, my ambition, my concern has been cut off from everything but you. So for me nothing is attractive nothing is interesting other than you so I have lost my interest in anything other than being connected to you and my desire has turned toward you alone 
So I'm only focused, only attached to you. فَأَنْتَ لَا غَيْرُكَ مُرَادِ This is to emphasize on the same fact. So it's not something that you say, but you don't mean. When you say something in different ways, it means that you mean it. It's something serious. فَأَنْتَ لَا غَيْرُكَ مُرَادِ you and no one other than you, nothing other than you. Only you are my murad. Murid is the one who wants something. Murad is what is wanted. So, because this is Munajatul Muridin. So there are people who want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah is their murad, is what they want. In spirituality, murad is also used for a spiritual mentor. The people who have a guide, a mentor, an instructor, they are also murid, means followers, and that teacher or guide or mentor is murad. But here we mean it in the literal sense. Those who are loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who are interested in being with Him, in reaching Him, then for them, Allah is their murad. Allah is their object or Allah is what they want. Allah is their purpose, their end. فَأَنْتَ لَا غَيْرُكَ مُرَادِ You are my only aim, my only object. وَلَكَ لَا لِسَوَاكَ سَهَرِ وَسُهَادِ and only for you belongs my waking and my sleeplessness. Normally, the people who have something important in mind, they would lose their interest in sleeping. Indeed, they cannot sleep. If you have a very important journey to make the night before your journey, you may not be able to sleep. If you have a very important exam, the night before your exam, you may not be able to sleep. If you are going to meet a very important personality tomorrow, the night before you may not be able to speak. Sorry, to sleep. Here we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if people lose their sleep, they keep all the night awake, or most of it awake, for other purposes, in my case, I have lost my sleeping. I am always awake because of you. 
when I think of meeting you, when I think of being with you, when I know that sleeping is delaying, sleeping is keeping me away, then I don't want to sleep. I'm so much interested and so much energetic that I cannot sleep. You know, sometimes, for example, people, when they want to prepare for an exam and they know that they need to study, they try to keep themselves awake. Maybe they take a cup of coffee, maybe, for example, they wash their face so that they don't go to sleep. But sometimes they are so much concerned that they don't need even to take a cup of coffee or to wash constantly their face. They just are so excited that cannot sleep at all. With respect to the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are so much excited that as soon as they remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they remember being in conversation with him and talking to him, they become alert, they become very uh, vibrant and they lose their sleep. Meeting you is the gladness of my eye means meeting you makes me happy make me makes me very pleased qurratul ain is something that makes your eyes happy it's like joy for your eyes normally people use this for their children for their best friends for the best students. Here we say that for me, instead of people, instead of my children or my friends or my followers, my students, my pupils who are very close to me, but instead of all of them, the main thing that makes me happy and glad is meeting you. And joining you or reaching you is the wish of my soul. You know, when you go for Hajj, for example, and Alhamdulillah now the season of Hajj started, some people have already uh, arrived in Mecca and Medina and some are going to join him, join them and we pray that inshallah it will be a blessed season of Hajj and inshallah our brothers and sisters there would be able to perform a very blessed and acceptable Hajj insha'Allah and Allah will make it insha'Allah easy and uh, convenient for them 
and help them to gain a lot from their Hajj, inshallah. When you go for Hajj, you would have lots of um, opportunities to meet friends, family members, to make trips which are by themselves, you know, very rewarding. But because you have a main target, and that is to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to perform the rituals of Hajj, then other things which happen, which are by themselves important, they will not that much occupy your mind. You don't go Hajj to see your friends, although when you go there you see your friends and you love them and you enjoy. You don't go Hajj for holidays, although it is the best type of holidays. You don't go Hajj for, for example, traveling or for seeing you know, some sites like the sites that you see in Arafat or Mena or Mecca or Medina, although these all happen. When you go to Hajj, your intention is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be his guest, to be the visitor of his house. And anything else comes under this. So when we say that Allah is the gladness of our eyes, or wasulukamuna nafsi, joining you is the wish of my soul, it doesn't mean that other things are not important for me, I have no interest in people, I have no friends, I have no you know, relatives that are dear to me. No, it means that they are all under that great aim compared to my desire for reaching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they cannot claim any kind of independence. They cannot occupy my mind. They cannot attract my intention independently but under Allah and through Allah of course they are important for me Bismillah wa billahi wa fi sabilillah in the name of Allah and through Allah and on the way of Allah or in the way of Allah they can be useful they can be meaningful they can be important for me وَإِلَيْكَ شَوْقِ Toward you is my yearning. I want to reach you. وَفِي مَحَبَّتِكَ وَلَهِ In love for you is my passionate longing. How beautifully Imam Sajjad puts his ideas into these words so if people have longing if they are passionate about something in my case it is in love for you and then we say and in 
inclining toward you is my fervent craving when someone is a lover somehow he has a type of sabab a type of great eagerness great longing which may also look to the people that are not aware that he's a lover that this man is not in a normal condition you know it's a type of um, strong love and eagerness that may even make you sound a little bit strange you know when you love something when you want something you can still be normal but if you love something very much sometimes you become like mad people you become like uh, people who have lost their intellect which is not the case but it looks like that so if people because of having desire for worldly things or the things which are not worldly like knowledge and I don't know other things they have this type of passionate longing and yearning and craving in my case it's my interest in you my love for you my desire for you my wish to reach you is the reason for having this condition in inclining toward you my fervent craving and your pleasure is the aim I seek means I want you to be pleased with me this is very important Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran Akbar. among all different blessings of heaven all the things that the believers will enjoy in, in heaven something which is greatest better than anything else is to know that Allah is pleased with you the pleasure of Allah is greater so here we say your pleasure is to be pleased with me is the aim I seek so I am after your pleasure I want to please you and for sure if someone can please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it means that he is in good condition he's on the right track I want to see you a vision of you is my need I have a very important need my need is not something simple I want to be able to meet you and to see you of course this is not physical vision you are not going to see him by physical eyes because he has no body to be seen by physical eyes 
This is the vision of the heart. This is what we have in the Quran and in Hadith about seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by one's heart. To be near you, to be like your neighbor, is my request. Jawar means to be neighbor, and jar is neighbor. There is an expression which is used in Arabic, and that is Jarullah, the neighbor of God. This is an expression which was very common to be used for the people who go to Mecca and settle there because the house of Allah is there so they were called also Jarullah neighbor of Allah like Zamakhshari Zamakhshari who is a famous uh, scholar uh, from Sunni school of Islam he had a book on Tafsir Al-Kashaf he had books on uh, Arabic language his title was Jarullah, neighbor of God. As I said, this was a title which was commonly used for the people who leave their houses, their land, and go and settle in Mecca, and they are called neighbor of God. Here we are talking about being close to Allah, not just in the sense of being a person who lives in Mecca, no, it means a person who is very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is like a spiritual neighbor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we say, Your neighborhood is my request. It means I want to be very close to you. I want to live next to you. Of course, no one can be neighbor of Allah in the sense that he becomes equal to Allah or you know would have a house like the house of Allah means very close like a servant who lives near the palace of the king in whispered prayer to you I find my rawh, my repose, or my joy, my happiness, my rest, it's all in whispering to you. Rahati, my comfort, my ease. So, when I want to be relaxed, when I want to have some rest, when I want to enjoy myself, I prefer to talk to you. I prefer to whisper to you. وَعِنْدَكَ دَوَاءُ عِلَّتِي وَشِفَاءُ غُلَّتِي With you lies the treatment of my illness and the cure of my burning thirst. My illness 
is caused by being far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by being separate from Him. Therefore, my treatment comes when I get close to Him. If I have a thirst which is burning, nothing can cure it, nothing can quench it, except the water of meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's like a water which extinguishes and quenches this burning thirst. And this is why in Du'ai Kumil we say, Ya man ismuhu dawa wa dhikruhu shifa. Because he is the treatment, he is the remedy, he is the cure. So when you remember him, your illness, your disease would be finished. Wabardu lawati wa kashfu kurbati. With you lies the coolness of my law'a. Law'a is a type of thirst which is very strong. You feel that you are being burned from inside. So, it's similar to the previous expression that وَشَفَاءُ But instead of saying, using shafa, which is healing, we use bard, which means coolness. وَكَشْفُ kurbati, And you are the removal of my distress. The end to my suffering, to my distress, to my um, miserable situation. فَكُنْ أَنِيسِي فِي وَحْشَتِي So please be my intimate in my loneliness. I am alone, alone. I have no one who can satisfy me completely, who can heal me, who can quench my thirst other than you. So please don't leave me alone. Please, you be my anise, means someone with whom I can get acquainted, I can be um, finding my rest, he can be my companion, he can be my intimate. Be my intimate in my loneliness. And also, I know that I have had lots of mistakes, lots of bad actions so please also forgive all my mistakes please be the releaser of my stomach means please forgive them it's very similar to what we have in the next expression please forgive my sleep means something that perhaps you didn't want to do deliberately or intentionally but because you were not careful you lost the control and you did it this is zalla like a person who is walking but then because the 
floor is wet, for example, then he loses his control, he falls down. Not only you are able to be my intimate and the forgiver of my mistakes, you can be also the one who accepts my repentance. So please accept my repentance. Please be the acceptor of my repentance. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we talked about this in Munajat al-Ta'ibin. He has made repentance possible. He has also recommended and urged us to repent to him. And he also loves the people who repent. And Allah tawabin. So he loves us to go back to him. You are the responder to my call, to my prayer, to my supplication. So I am sure that whenever I call you, you would be there for me to answer and to respond. You are the patron of preserving me from sin, from mistakes, from calamities. So basically when I want protection, you are my protector. You are the one who provides me with different types of protection and shelter. You are the one who gives me the rich, who removes poverty from me, the one who frees me from my neediness. Faqah is like faqr, means poverty, neediness. And mughni means the one who gives ghana, richness. So you are the one who frees me from my neediness. In whispering to you, I find my repose and my ease. So basically, Imam salam is using different expressions he is talking about the same thing from different angles and different perspectives so that this would be hundred percent clear that is a serious request this is something that you know and you mean when you ask for it Please do not keep me far from you. Please don't keep me far or don't make me far from you. You are my na'im. You are my bliss and you are my heaven. You are my main heaven. If heaven is attractive for some people because of the gardens, because of the rivers, because of the fruits, for me, you are the heaven. 
Wherever you are, it's my heaven. Whenever I am with you, that's my heaven. It can be in dunya, it can be in akhirah. But for me, the main thing is to be close to you. Waya dunya wa You are my world, this world, and you are my hereafter. For me, you are the only thing that matters. If I have any interest in dunya or akhirah, it's in you. So, after mentioning all these beautiful sentences in your prayer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there remains no doubt that you are really 100% understanding what you say and meaning what you say and interested in what you say. And then finally, as a support for everything that we requested, as a proof for being interested in all these qualities coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we say, Ya Arhamar Rahmi. Why should Allah give me all these things? Why should he let me be with him and close to him? Because he is Arhamur Rahim. He is the most merciful of the merciful. So when he knows my need, when he knows what I have been spending my life in achieving, and there is no harm in it, I'm not asking for something wrong, I'm not asking for something harmful, so he would give it to me, inshallah. If there is real interest and real understanding of my need and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is at the same time very kind, very merciful and he is very rich, he has everything so he would not hesitate to give me what I need. Okay, alhamdulillah we have finished this munajat. And inshallah in the next session we would start the ninth munajat which is munajatul muhabbin the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, so far we have no question and if we don't receive it in the next minute so we can stop here and inshallah wish you all the best we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would support inshallah and protect you and your family and the community and inshallah i hope that wherever you are you would be under protection of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we hope that inshallah what we say in these whispered prayers would not be just repetition of what imam zainul abedin said i hope that inshallah this would be our own way of talking to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this would be something that we feel it ourselves, inshallah. Salam, Dr. Shomali, alaykum salam wa rahmatullah. Please comment on the idea of knowing Allah. It is said that you find Allah in his teaching of the Quran and du'as and other sacred books in your heart by knowing yourself and the poor stranger who seeks your help. Is there any other way? Basically, you can find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything 
and everywhere. Amir al-Mu'mini salam said, Ma ra'aytu shay'an illa wa qad ra'aytu Allah qablahu wa ba'dahu wa ma'ah. I never saw anything unless I saw Allah before it and after it and with it. Quran says, Aynama tuwallu fa thamma wajhu Allah. Wherever you turn your face, you would find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there. So there is no need to travel somewhere to find Allah because Allah is everywhere. There is no need to wait for some time to meet Allah because Allah is all the time there. What we need is to become alert, is to change our attitude, to gain that type of vision that can find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala present. That type of understanding, Allah says in the Quran, Doesn't man know that Allah is there seeing him? Allah is not absent. Allah is there. We are unfortunately sometimes absent. Our mind is not there. Our heart is not there. Our understanding is not there. So, we should make this understanding all the time uh, active in our mind and heart that he is everywhere he is within and without us he is loving us he is aware of our needs and he is also provider of our needs therefore the more we think of him the more we talk to him the closer we become to him It seems that we don't have any more question, so I stop here, and inshallah we will meet again next week. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you.